welcome to another meeting of the After School Anime Club. My name is Max Newland. I'm your host for this evening. And with me today are two of my very best friends, as usual. He hasn't slayed any dragons yet lately, at least to my knowledge. It's Max Kostrak. No, I'm working on it. Stop sending me so many emails about it. You're going to get it. I have faith in you. It's on Thank your to you. Yeah. Uh, she'll teach you not to mess with an athlete. It's Stevie Matos. <laughs> That's the best thing she said in two episodes. Thank you. That's the best thing she said. Lord. uh... Uh, That line did really like hit me. I was like, whoa, shit. Right. (laughs) She means business. Uh, And you've just heard his voice. He's an illustrator, a music person, a fan of ducks, and he's co-host of Argent, an actual play podcast coming soon to the Moonshot Network. It's Evan Swamy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, I'm so excited to be here, you guys. Oh, dude, it's so good to be here. Ducks. Oh my gosh. You're a duck person too. My favorite. There's a there's a little there's a little TikTok reel going around where a girl's holding a duck and she's like, "Do you want to see an inbred duck?" And then the next frame is the duck with a slice of bread on his head. And she goes, this is an inbred duck. Oh, that's solid. <laughs> I dig that. Okay. I have a, I have a, I have a sort of additional question on top of that, which is like, what is your bar for duck content? Like what is the least a duck can do to get you to look at it? Take a nap. Take a nap. Cause yeah, yeah honestly, if I just like see so a, cute. if I just see a duck there, mm, round body, got a beak. Such a in, in frame. I'm like, prof- yeah. I'm like Professor Oak looking at any picture of Pokemon. Wow. <laughs> I, I see that duck and I'm excited. There you go, man. I love ducks. I think they're funny little guys. They're so great. Absolutely. Yeah, that's my favorite thing about them. They're funny little guyness. Absolutely. And the part where they're a boat with feet. They really boat are with a feet. boat with feet. Boat they're with a boat feet. with feet. And my favorite thing to do is to watch them dive too. Because you like, oh, truly, that's good. truly the water rolling off of them on a sunny day. It's like the epitome of the it's metaphor. Beautiful. It's so cool. I'm going to be one of those old guys by a duck pond yeah. one day. And they got it figured out. Time. Those guys know what's up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that yeah. when I was a kid, but now I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Visions yeah. of duck. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck geese, though. <laughs> Fuck geese. Oh, yeah, geese are, uh, yeah, geese monsters. Geese got fuck all the way off. Sorry. Fuck them motherfuckers. I hate them If you're a goose fan, we don't, don't we're not Do not interact. <laughs> don't bring that shit around me. Don't, don't bring rate, that, don't review. Don't bring Nothing. that literal goose don't even shit listen. around me. Don't even bring any a goose-headed shit to our review center. Yeah, no chicken-headed shit, no goose-headed shit. Those are the birds we are against here. Uh, Speaking of birds... Oh, <laughs> this segue, feathers. you can do it, Newland. I Come believe on, feathers. feathers. Something Come like on, birds. Buddy. I don't know. Yeah, there's feathers involved. <laughs> Evan, you specifically volunteered to come on this show to talk about Vision of Escaflone. Oh. I sure did. That's great. Uh, I'm I'm loving it. But there is something we have to get out of the way first. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's our first day with a new anime series, that's right. That means that. Uh, we get to play one of my favorite games. I like this one. Ooh. No need for trivia. Yeah. I like this one because we learn stuff. <laughs> Me too. I like I like learning this stuff. This one is kind of a who's who. This one is about like the people that worked on Vision of Escaflone and what else they've done okay. in their careers. Okay. All right. 
And we'll start with one that maybe will be easy. So this is going to be a multiple choice game and uh, no buzzing. We'll just, I'll read the answers out and then everyone will reveal what they've chosen. And we'll start here with number one. Series creator Shoji Kawamori is a veteran of the mecha anime genre. In fact, we've watched a show on this very podcast that featured his work. He lent his hand to Outlaw Star, but in what capacity? Was he A, director, B, storyboard artist, C, ship designer, or D, animation coordinator? Hmm. I've got mine. OG. I think I know what it is. I think I've got mine. Okay. Yeah, I got mine. Um, Max, what is your answer? I'm going to say ship designer, C. C, ship designer. Did anybody else have that one? Yes, I say ship designer. All three of you? All right. Well, yes, that's correct. Yes. The XGP15A2 was designed by Shoji Kawamori. He has been, I mean, this guy's been all over the place. I think that means he's also the Bebop guy. He's the Bebop guy, too. Mm -hmm. Macross and Uh, Bebop. Some good looking mechanics going on there Uh when you look at how the pieces fit together and the little doodads on the ships and the mechas. The getting in the bad boy montage. The getting in the bad boy montage was just. Yes. Very delicious. It was go. I mean, truly golden. Like literally, and just like aesthetically, it was so good. Uh, okay, we're all on the board with one point. Number two, Vision of Escaflone was almost a very different TV show. Its original production team included Yasuhiro Imagawa as director, who intended the show to be a more bombastic, combat-oriented, shonen-focused series. What campy and well-loved anime did Imagawa leave Escaflone to direct? Was that A, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, B, Hunter Hunter, the first one, C, Slayers, or D, Trigun? So the director wanted it to be more punchy, more fighty, more shonen. I've got a guess, but I don't, I don't, I don't know how rooted it is in logic. I don't know any of any of them. I'm like trying to recall my my brief time reading the Wikipedia for this show. Oh, look at you preparing. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Come on, you better study. Yeah, Imagawa, you, you won't find him on most of the wikis because he left before they really got started on the show. I'm going to say the Gundam one. I'm going to guess that too, A. Okay, got two answers for Mobile Fighter G Gundam. What about you, you Steve? You said Shonen, so I'm thinking Hunter... By Hunter X Hunter? Ooh, that's actually a good okay. point. Okay. Max and Evan take it. It was Mobile Fighter G good Gundam. Job. Really? I was just saying robot to robot. Okay. Extraordinarily <laughs> different this show would have been uh, if yeah. it was Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this is not a traditional Wait, mecha. Was Mobile no. Fighter G Gundam the one where like they just stood in like the little Gundam room and they could like do the, oh, that's right. Mm. There was a little Gundam room? Yeah, so oh, essentially in Evan, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, you gotta check they, G Gundam were, out. they didn't like sit sit in seats. Essentially the, yeah. the the situation was when they were in the cockpit of the Gundam, it was kind of like I don't think it was like um I don't think it was like Evangelion where they had to like sit in like gelatinous goo that like attached their nervous no. system. I think it was more like it was like a like a room. Like think of like room a scale yeah. VR, but it controls a mech. Okay. Yeah, exactly. and it controls yes. the mech. So, like, essentially, all the body movements were mapped to the abilities of the Gundam. So they could also well, feel cool. it. You could do full cartwheels. You could do full cartwheels. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, it was all really cool, actually. 
a, a tremendous amount of foam. Like what they would do is, uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. They would pull like a membrane down over the Gundam That's fighter right. uh-huh. so that they were in like fully skin tight neoprene. And of course there were lots of butt shots during the like suiting <laughs> yeah. sequences. Yeah, like the main character of that anime, you see his butt so many times Yes, in that series. It is lovingly rendered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first shape of water. <laughs> oh man number three music for this series was co-composed by yoko kano and her soon-to-be husband hajime mizuguchi kano is another well-known name in the world of anime famous for her work on among others this series which also featured designs by kawamori was that a mobile suit gundam 8th ms team b outlaw star C, Captain Harlock, or D, Cowboy Bebop. Why are you four in your brow? You know this, Kostrak. Do I? Yes, you do. Uh, St- Stevie just said it a little while ago. Yes, I just said it. I just oh, said it. S- <laughs> just said it. It's Cowboy Bebop. It's Cowboy Be- Yoko Kano in the seatbelt. It's Cowboy yeah, Bebop. Dude. You the did seat- say it. Yoko Kano in the seatbelts did we, all the had, music We've had Bebop. the clue all along. Yeah. Don't give me that point. Don't even you give me that it. point. We haven't even answered a question. We're not competing. Okay. Yeah, it was Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> yeah, Good job, Bebop. everybody. It's Bebop. <laughs> it's Bebop. Yoko Kano, legendary composer. Legendary. Incredible stuff. So good. That lady knows what she's doing. Yes. Uh, completely. And she married the guy she co-composed this show with shortly after the show was finished, which is Me. very That's nice. That's so sweet. There was something recently that I just saw the seatbelts on. <laughs> I can't hmm. remember. Oh, no. They came back for live action Bebop. That's what it was. There you go. Uh, they came back uh, for live action, which I think is cool. a cute love letter. I think I think live action mm-hmm. Bebop is a cute love letter. I'll reserve my judgment until I've I've seen the original product. I just, yeah, my thing is, is that a lot of people were expecting it to be like Last of Us shot for shot remake kind of situation. And that was not the thing. It was a bunch of nerds who had money to make a fan. It's very much an homage. And it's I an have homage. I have a bunch of complaints about it. But you know Tribute. what? There was, there was some entertaining stuff in there. Yeah. And you know what? We love to see John Cho getting work, don't we, folks? Yeah, we sure do. Really, that was the thing. I just wanted to see John Cho be fine. That's all I wanted. John Cho was fine as hell. And they can put that man on television doing anything. I'll watch it. Uh, truly. That's fine. That's just, truly. Cowboy Bebop seems like a fine delivery mechanism. For uh, indeed. Love love uh, we're halfway through. We got three more. Okay, Number go. four. The original U.S. carrier of Vision of Escaflone, Fox Kids. Uh-oh. Advertised and broadcast it as a children's show. <laughs> They gave up 10 episodes in. Why did they do this? A, they didn't watch the whole thing before they started and didn't realize how adult its (laughs) themes were. B, they went bankrupt and the Fox Kids logo or label was absorbed by 20th Century Entertainment. C, the writer's strike happened and work stoppages led to the studio's closure. Or D, they were sued by Saban. This, I should know this because this is how I saw this show. The first on Fox oh, really? Kids. On Fox, Fox, Fox Kids. Fox, Fox, Fox. I yeah. saw it too. It was like on Foxbox because like this one is one of my earliest animes. Heavily edited. Heavily. I, yeah, it's, it had to it's be ridiculous. Edited. Yeah. I'm going to go. I, I always love when I don't have a pure guess. I always go with the one I want to be true because it would be funniest. <laughs> yes. I'm going to guess D, they got sued. Okay. D, they got sued. That's Max Kostrak's choice. I'm, I'm going to go with the bankrupt one. Bankrupt, yeah. okay. B, I was going to say Stevie? bankrupt and acquired. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, it's none. Nobody got a point this round. No. Because they didn't watch all the way through. They straight up just didn't watch the whole thing and didn't realize like, how adult it was. Oh, my See, God. Here's the thing. They gave I'd it the three-episode test. I'd yeah. be thinking that the, the internet 
is, you know, like I've said, my my disappointment at the internet not being gay enough. <laughs> yes. Me. The internet is not as gay as I be thinking it is. And the internet is sometimes, like, reality is not as wild as I be thinking it is. So I was like, they probably just went bankrupt. I cannot believe this because the motherfuckers did not do their due diligence. Well, that's white men for you. Well, hey, look, and it's Foxbox. <laughs> like this, this, time of, this time in our television history, Foxbox was putting some, man, they... Yeah. they I don't think there's anybody who's a fan of Foxbox. You know what I'm saying? Man, there like, was yeah. a, a basically a turd factory. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I will no forever good. be in their debt for putting Digimon on the air, though. Okay. That's true. Okay. That, that's, that, true. that's good. That's that dove is nonsensical, but I stand no by it. It's still introduced Digimon as a concept, right? Exactly. That's true. Yeah. It gave us, it gave us a, a Pokemon competitor. So I'll give it that. <laughs> okay. Number five. Funimation, now known as one of the titans of the Western anime distribution world, were so hard up in 2016 that instead of funding their redub in-house, they did this. A. Went on Shark Tank to pitch the series to the sharks. (laughs) B. Went halvesies with Studio Sunrise, the original Japanese production company. C. Produced and sold each episode individually to fund the next one. Or D. Launched a campaign on Kickstarter. What? Do we know what year this was? This is 2016, just 2015 when they, when they were seeking funds. Huh. I'm going to guess Kickstarter if it's that late. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with the sequential, uh, sequential one episode by one. funding. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say halvesies with Sunrise. It was Kickstarter. <gasps> please, please give us the money. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard of. How the mighty have fallen. Uh, it is so embarrassing when a real adult company goes on Kickstarter and is like, please give us the money. It's like a real adult company. If I, if I ever catch wind of Funimation doing some Drake ass shit, I'm going to be like, shut up. You're on Degrassi. You never I know. start from the bottom. They better. They are, there is no way Funimation would ever go to Kickstarter again. Do you like, know how much money current? it took for them to do it? How much did they have to raise? I don't. I didn't look that up. But oh, it I'm was, looking it this was up. It was a decent yeah. amount. Um, because, well, the other thing was that like, this is, they spent less money on this than they could have because they went with the Funimation studio, which is in Texas, which is not a union shop. So they're not paying those voice actors, the kind of rates that ocean Ooh. was paying. You can, their you voice can actors. go yeah. find it on Kickstarter right now. They raised $318,000. Bro. Wow. God damn. They did not even hit Homestuck money on Kickstarter. Oh. Oh man! Uh, no, hold real quick. I just want to know what happens if you pledge U.S. five thousand dollars or more. <laughs> they, they fly wow. out to the office. You don't even get to Can dub. I- oh, you will get. You do get a voice uh, spot in the fun in the Funimation dub. I'm gonna have to find out who oh, that is shit. later. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch that yeah. at one point. One of these episodes is gonna have to be the get, funny dub. Get whoever that is on your show. Oh please, my God, I bet we could. That is, I bet we could. That is wild. Great idea, Evan. Thank oh you so much for that. Oh my God. Uh, final question coming in hot. Okay. When this TV series originally ran on the, in the West, it ran under the Saban banner. Mm-hmm. And much of the original score was replaced by Saban's in-house composer, Enon Zur. What other franchise is Zur known for? A. Dragon Ball Z, the Rock the Dragon edition. B, Power Rangers. C, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or D, Deke's Sailor Moon. 
fucking distant memories of prepubescence are just <laughs> churning to the to the the back of my mind here. I and know that name. I know that what name. I, what I gave you all to watch today has the original Yoko Kano score in it. So we didn't hear any yeah. of Inanzer's yeah, music. Yeah, you guys missed out because the, the, <laughs> the English version of that intro is just a bunch of people kind of aimlessly wailing in the background. The word Escaflode, it's great. I highly uh, recommend yeah, I know what I'm doing that after Gotta this. Gotta check that out. Yeah, okay. Because I'm like... Yeah, because I was thinking, I was sitting here like, wait a minute, because the music, a lot of the music that you hear in the 2001 dub is like chamber music. It's really, yeah. it's really like a- angelic. Well, it's like, they angelic. do like a bunch of stuff too. Like they that do. first episode has like so many swings right. in like soundtrack and tone, everything. So Anyways, much. we'll get but into it, a, I'm that's sure. that's a Kano. That's a Kano. So it doesn't even, I don't know. I'm going to say Power Rangers. Okay. I'm going to also guess, guess, guess Power, Power Rangers just because the... Saban connection here. Yeah. Okay. Evan? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, what am I going to say? What are the options again? A Dragon Ball Z. Think think the era of Toonami, Dragon, Dragon, Rock the Dragon. Mm-hmm. B, Power Rangers. C, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or D, the Deke dub of Sailor Moon. Fighting evil by I moonlight, go, winning love by daylight, etc. Et yeah, I guess, I guess I'll go with the Dragon Ball Z, but I don't think that's right. It's not right. That was Bruce Falconer. It was Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, the just as unoriginal. It. Just go, go Power Rangers. <laughs> At least that one had more words. The Escaflone one just has the word Escaflone. That's crazy. That's <laughs> it's crazy. like, well, we don't know what this word means, so let's just yell it a lot. Oh, no. Well, it's like, the funniest thing about it is that they're not very intense about it. They're just kind of Escaflone. saying it in the back. It's kind of like that, but just imagine a bunch of people doing that at varying times. Newland, how did how how was that possible? How did you just manage to say that word with the same amount of like strength and acidity as a Lacroix? <laughs> it's like somebody is saying Escaflone in the other room. Exactly, it's, it was the ghost of the sound of the word Escaflone. We'll get like, into this on. in the, in the episode, like the episode discussion, like for real. But I the the pronunciation of that robot. Did anybody else flag that as they were watching the show? I flagged all them key slam ass names they had. Let's get I into know, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I I love and I'm sorry, I know we gotta get to the summary, but I just wanna say that I absolutely love when um whenever a culture, Eastern or Western or whatever, tries to approximate the like naming sounds of a different yeah. culture. It's very funny to me. It's like so we, funny. United States people do this all the fucking time. Like our, our concept of what Japanese and Chinese and shit sounds yep. like is so stupid. And then mm-hmm. you watch this show and they have things called guy malefs and escaflones. <laughs> Sorry. No, this is, this is the equivalent of the, the, the Famicom baseball names. Like, yes, yes. Robson yes. yes. <laughs> Doug nut ass. Robot I name. Been, I've been suffocating over here because I'm like, somebody please say the baseball meme. Please, please, <laughs> yeah. please, please say the baseball meme. <laughs> Mike Truck of Finalia. Oh, shit. Uh, a okay. pro tip to anybody out there that plays uh, Dungeons and Dragons those are amazing NPC names. <laughs> Name name one big bad both of those names. Oh my god. Oh god. It's just shit like that. Oh it's shit like that. And it's oh shit like god. this because we watched the first two episodes of Vision of Escaflone, and this 
is what happened. In episode one, Fateful Confession introduces us to Hitomi and her crush, the dreamy Captain Amano. During her track meet, she experiences a vision of another world. And later that day, Hitomi strikes a bargain with Amano. If she can beat 13 seconds on the 100-meter dash, he'll be her first kiss. Beep, beep, beep. We interrupt the slice of life in progress to bring you Vaughn of Finalia, who's being chased through the multiverse by some kind of land dragon. The kids and Vaughn flee to a mountaintop shrine, and with the help of Hitomi's latent clairvoyant powers, Vaughn cuts the dragon's butt off and retrieves some kind of MacGuffin from its guts. Before they can make nice, however, a pillar of light descends and transports them to another world. In episode two, the girl from the Mystic Moon, a cast of fantasy archetypes, roll out the welcome wagon for our heroes, and Vaughn holds aloft the drag energist as proof of his dragon slaying. After meeting the possessive cat girl Merle, Hitomi runs into Balgus, Van's advisor, who promises to return her safely to the Mystic Moon. That's what they call Earth. That night, Vaughn's coronation party is interrupted by an invisible foe. The samurai are no match for the mysterious attackers, and Vaughn is forced to awaken Escaflona, Vanalia's secret weapon. Just in time, too, because they've got company. With Hitomi's help, Vaughn and Balgus make quick work of the enemy Gaimalefs, but must retreat. Responding to Hitomi's despair, the Pillar of Light descends once again and whisks them away from the ruins of Vaughn's now-destroyed homeland. Where are they going? We'll probably find out next week. They're about, they're, they're like moons haunted. Moons haunted. <laughs> if I didn't have push to talk on right now, I feel like I'd be clapping for that summary. God damn. They're Thank so you. Great. You do this every week, yeah, man? God I damn. I love the summaries. They're my favorite, especially when Newland doesn't like whatever he watched because the opinion. <laughs> you really get a lot strong. of, we get, sometimes the, the level of sass that Newland injects <laughs> into the summary it's fantastic. When it's a good show, it's like straight up and down. This is what happened. When it's a bad show, it's like, yeah, and these fucking idiots did some stupid <laughs> bullshit. He's like, I made it this, I guess. And it's like, I fucking guess. New one's like, I hate it, but I decided to do this segment. So here we are. There was a little, there was a little bit of that sass with that dragon attack bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, but he, but you're right though. He did split that he dragon taint to tip. Off. Look, yeah, you know. I liked that dragon. I like that flying. It's a cool dragon. Frog ass dragon. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. But he naved to the chops that big. It takes a lot of guts to start out a mech show with a, a literal, like, live dragon. Dragon. Actually, mm. the animations, first, uh, first of all, I posted this in the group chat earlier today. But this, look, you cottagecore, astrology mm. witch girlies, mm-hmm. who just like that 90s anime aesthetic, this is your shit. You gotta be watching this. You gotta be like... Mm-hmm. If- the vision of Escaflone is your lo-fi vibes. Like this shit is so the vibes of Escaflone are immaculate. Yeah. The vibes yeah, it's are a gorgeous. Immaculate. Show as I was watching it in the Ooh. living room, Cassie, who is not an anime watcher, came by and was like, "Whoa, what is this? It's so pretty, man!" There was that one frame with the stopwatch. I was like, "Why is this so pretty? Why is this beautiful? It was beautiful. Like the track, all the track stuff. Like it was just smooth." Yeah. Ooh. We've kind of touched on this already, but like, and, and he implied it anyway, but like, this is actually a fun show <laughs> compared to the last one we watched. Stuff this is happens like fun in and it. interesting. Characters are interacting. There's Plot. like setup and payoff. Yeah. Oh my God. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. I know. Wow. Right. Bruh. A conflict, a sense of urgency. Nobody <laughs> says any slurs. It's great. Oh, oh my God. The oh, fact wow. that nobody says a real any... step up. Yeah. It's truly, 
Truly. The like the pace of this thing is just so like mm. captivating to me mm-hmm. because there's mm. I'm so used to anime just taking so long for nothing, like yeah. just lingering on nothing happening. And I think it's trying to go for the sense of like ennui or like kind of distance or whatever. And this show's just like, nah, it's happening now. Yeah. What's happening is happening now. Amano is leaving it. the country tomorrow. Yeah. You right. gotta confess to your crush now. Right. And then just like straight from that to Dragon Fight later, it's like Vaughn's getting coronated and the Zybok attack right then. It's just like one after the other. 100%. It's very Yu Yu Hakusho. We're familiar with this kind of pacing with Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, agree. Let's get we, to the hmm. stuff. We get these stakes immediately. This show has 26 episodes. I, I love a 26 episode anime. That's all you need. They weren't fucking around. Like yeah. they and they originally planned. I've been reading about this in the background. They originally planned for thirty six, mm. but they had to cut it because of ta- because of like budget constraints. Mm-hmm. So like they were already under the gun of like we have a lot of story to tell and we yeah. need to tell it quickly. Mm-hmm. I f- I feel like this is one of those shows where that will start to make itself apparent as you keep going. Oh yeah, you know? maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just get that sense. Resolve itself, like you know, like yeah, and the animation starts getting quite a lot less interesting yeah. and complicated and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. I saw the Fox Kids version where it's ten episodes and edited all hell. I have no idea what happens in the rest no. of this. That's the thing. I didn't realize this was an isekai. I was like, hold on. I didn't know that this is how this started. Yeah, this is like a shoujo mecha isekai. What? Yeah. The the Fox Kids version that ran in the United States, they did not have confidence that kids would identify with Hitomi. They the made they here. edited to make Vaughn the main character. They literally they cut really a, for boys did up. They yeah, cut a absolutely. ton of scenes Come with Hitomi. On. And like they they fully it what they they cut so much that they had to reinsert flashbacks to stuff that Hitomi did so that some things later on would make sense. Here's the thing. I would relate to he told me in the sense of like, I relate to this as a girl that I probably would have stole lunch money from when I was in middle school. Look at this nerd. She's the most fucking <laughs> annoying. Does she say anything except for look out? Is that all she says? Did, the, did that girl She's got a say, special necklace. Did, did that girl And she say, says Vaughn sometimes. She says the, the fella's name. One day that woman went into the birth and they were just like, you just gotta say, hey, look out behind you. And then they never called her in again. And they just used that one sample over and over. <laughs> and they just put different shit underneath it. So it sounded like it was somewhere else. If she wasn't if she wasn't failing the Bechtel test spectacularly, that bitch was just saying, you know, four. My Watch hope out. is that she becomes more of a Sailor Moon type, like where we're she like, better, we have, we're, we're, we're like getting some growth. We see I think some the of opening her. kind of hints at that. I think the, the whole necklace thing has legs. It seems yeah, like. Okay, but... I'm really into this. What's this necklace? Where's this come from? At, the opening thing hints at that she wants to kiss at least three dudes. Okay, that's true. The shit. majority of <laughs> you, you got me dead There's to so right, much Stevie. Kissing. The majority, the majority <laughs> of that opening is get ready for smooching. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As I was watching this with Cassie, Cassie was like, "Boy, she's just kissing a lot of guys in this ending animation." And I was like, "Well, you know, it's." For, I was just like, for teenage I was, girls. that was the thing. I was just like, oh, see the way I'm with you, the way that it was edited for the, for the North America, it was super action focused and dude heavy. Yep. And I think that's yeah. why I liked it. Cause there was all this action. I'm just see here about this waffling girl. Who's like, if I run so fast, will you kiss me in front of my BFF? <laughs> why is she there? <laughs> Her BFF who is, who is clearly trying to move in on that territory. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Also, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like this friend, 
shit. I was like, she smells what? blood in the water, man. <laughs> Her friend is literally is, it did not waste any time. As soon as Hitomi was out of the picture, she's like, oh, Amano. Yes. Thank you. Because the frame before she's like, well, I mean, you were flirting with my man. And she was like, uh, and she was like, well, I mean, I guess we can be friends if you buy me dessert every day for. A week. <laughs> yes, dude, that was crazy. <laughs> oh, no, I fell and hurt my ankle. Please carry me. Get yeah. some better friends, Hitomi. I was like, Hitomi, you got shit friends. All you do is talk about boy. You, you better kill something. She better get kill in, something. That's what robot. I'm saying. She better kill somebody. She better, she, no, she better kill somebody with her bare motherfucking hands. I need to see uh, her ass get gingy. I can't wait for that something. in episode three. I need to She's going to kill the cat girl. Eyes. Like, hey, yes. no, 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 oh. absolutely not. Fucking, Don't she's going to sprint me. up to her and drop kick her. Oh. My God. Cat girl really like talk. Like, okay, I know we're not I free of cringe. I cannot fucking stand. That's okay. the cringe. Yeah, whoa. Yo, you know what? You know what that girl did to me? That girl made me like, I had a full body fucking reaction <laughs> to her because that was the most, I was like, oh man, I forgot about Glomp. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Glomp and, oh, glomping. and, and oh my I forgot God. about Glomp and Rar and uh, the colon <laughs> number three. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. A lot of people identified with the Merle. licking. The licking. Yeah. I was just God, like, I was like ah, this is the cat girl shit. There's that was hard the cat to watch. Shit. That was. Dude, you know what's weird about this, though, is like, it feels like there's a lot of stuff to talk shit about with this anime, but it's still super fucking good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I oh, had this tremendous was still fun. enjoyable to watch. Let's let's baseline that. This yes. was pretty yeah. good. Had some great vibes. I'm interested oh. to see what happens next. Yes. Uh, uh, I like awesome the character design. Yeah, I I do like Hitomi. She's just annoying right now, so I need yeah. her to grow. I need yeah. her to grow. Let's see what happens to Hitomi. And hey, maybe this cat girl will just um disappear. I hope that this Vanish. she was this two this one episode comic relief, and then she gets skinned. They better do all six ways on that bitch. <laughs> I just no Goddamn. turn her I into a hat. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> and she is a kid. She got no pants on. We're gonna turn her into a into a tennis racket. Just because you got yes. fur, put some fucking pants on. Bitch, don't make me have another stole. You know I live in Chicago. I love it. Stop licking the royal family. Shut up, Peta. I don't care. She's annoying. And she licks people. <laughs> I just want to say there is also like one of the coolest things I think in this episode that we saw. How fucking sick is it? When a guy goes and fights a giant robot on his fucking feet with a sword. Oh, yeah, big sword, big sword, big sword. How fucking insanely cool was that? Like, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. General Zaddy? Valgus? General Zaddy? Coolest guy in the show immediately. Let's enter the Valgus. I want to see the prequel show that's just all about him. Fucking Valgus story. He's so cool that they can kill him off that fast and it actually hurts. Right. I've known this guy right. for 20 minutes. I've literally, I have, he, he somehow, he is the daddy. He's daddy. And then they killed daddy. I was heartbroke. I was heartbroken. Really sad. I know. I was heartbroken. I was like, I know you're going to be that like stalwart dude who we, who we continue to learn from. Like our first Uncle Iroh ass motherfucker. And then they offed his ass. I was like, damn. Damn, but that sword was big as fuck. I love that shit. He was like, I don't need no fucking robot and them other generals, <laughs> them key smash ass generals getting murked. Sounding uh, well, like- Well, so that's the thing. I wonder if those guys may have been like a bigger thing in the like early shonen version of this. Cause like they're all so designed mm-hmm. and yeah. like, yeah. you know, like they seem like they're 
that, you know, you see that kind of design in another anime. You're like, oh, that's a guy who's going to come up like a lot. Right. And maybe it maybe it's a bit part, but he'll be back, right. you know? Nope. Dead. Nope, Stabbed dead. by uh, <laughs> metal lasers. We need to establish that this is a well, a well attended to and fortified city it has a big army. And we're trying to establish the background of Vaughn, our prince who kills our flying squirrel frog dragon. Which was a cool fucking dragon. Um, yes, good dragon. Island, a land dragon. A land dragon. dragon. That third island animation had me fucked up. It was so good. It was gross. Um, I love when, was... when monsters are gross. Me Give too. Me gross but the, monsters. But the, the anatomical yeah. animation of it was cool. I love the fact that for the fire thing, like it had like you could see like the- It the, had sacks. The, the, the flame sacks. Yeah. Like, that was dope. I really liked that. So the, there's so many cool fantasy elements about this where we also have these mechs. I like the style besides like the immaculate vibes, the overall aesthetic. I really like the style of the vision of Escaflone. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. It mm -hmm. does a really good job of marrying mecha and fantasy. Um, it's true. I wasn't expecting just, it. Yeah. And it's just like truly the way it's drawn is truly a product of that time. Like it's 19. What is it? 1994. Yeah. 94, Ooh, 96, something like that. It's early. It's yeah. early. It's early. Mid nineties. Isn't it? It says it in the beginning opening title, but I can't remember what it says. It, it ran in the U S in 2001. That's when right. the dub came out. But the animation was done, I think, in like the mid nineties, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's just like it's such a product of his time. It's so so cool. It's done so well. It's very. Thoughtful. It's like it. Ex it's like it expands on its prompts, right? Like yeah. when you hear like a dragon invading the like mundane world or whatever, like you think of a dragon. You think, think of like kind of like basic yeah. fantasy ass shit, but For they like, like take it that step further. Right. Yeah, but they take it that step further. They imbue it with the sense of like real danger and visceral like panic and stuff. And there's blood all of a sudden. That thing has that huge fucking flame chest stuff. Like there's all yeah. of that shit. Vaughn gets takes hit it with the forward. tail and he shakes it off, but he also vomits blood. Like this yes. is yeah. him. And, and they do a reverse anime sin here that I was very proud of, which is a sword hitting a thing that it can't cut through and then getting yes. chipped and fucked up. Thank you. Yes. The sword yes. isn't, <laughs> when you hit something hard with the sword, it, yes. it, it doesn't remain pristine. And I liked yep. that yep. moment of like, he is really busting his equipment and everything he's got against this dragon. I mean, they did that with the shield, right? When he blocked yes. himself with the shield, yes. it like Yes, it burned. worked once. It worked once mm. and that was it. It was cool though. I was like, okay, come on. Damage breaking. There are like details like that all the way through too. Like I remember in the second episode where he, when he gets into Escaflone and stuff and the interior animation with all the <gasps> gizmos and stuff tasty. whirring around, so that's good. so tasty. And it's like, again, it, it expands on the prompt, yes. right? Like you hear magical mech, you're like, okay, it's a mech, but it's going to have a sword or something. But then it takes it further and it's everything inside is brass and like leather and stuff. And when he moves his arm, it's like this huge weight is shifting just outside, like something's gliding on ball bearings and stuff. Like, it's so sick. It's beautiful. And some of the mechs have capes. Yeah! yeah. yeah. That's all you need. Hell yeah. So I did, you asked this earlier, Newland, um, and I want to answer your question. The grandmama was a hypnotist. She knew what the fuck was up. That's why she got that motherfucking necklace that is a perfect pendulum. The bitch mm. is a hypnotist. The bitch yeah. is a witch. Because can, can we talk about how unfazed her mother was when she Captain Amino and oh and yeah her yeah her mom's in on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he was like, well, we told her everything. I was like, you really told this woman. You told her mama. everything, though? You told this woman. I, oh, her. man, my daughter got sucked up into a big lightning bolt. Oh, I shouldn't have fucked that alien. <laughs> right. You just, you, you trying to tell me that you just ran away from a dragon. You <laughs> met a dude who had a big ass sword. Uh, and your girl just disappeared in a pillar just of lightning. Just solemnly nodding through the story, yeah, right. yeah, and then and she's just like, "Oh, I hope that Hitomi's okay." And I'm like, "Bitch, you know what's up? You know, yeah." You're just like, "Oh, damn! Already, she's about to be a high priestess now." Okay, well, Grandma says she was gonna. Okay, you were too cool about that. She was too cool. They know what's up. It's a matrilineal thing. I'm calling it right yeah. now. Okay. Not even gonna I'm call the cops. Just like. Mm. Why? You know they don't do anything. I, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> so they can come up with a notebook, right? Like, yeah, oh exactly. yeah, your daughter was abducted. So okay, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, we you have to wait three days or whatever bullshit we tell. I people. also didn't know that like tarot, like tarot card stuff was tied up. Very deep in very, the tarot. I gotta cool. say, hey, listen, at as a person who knows how to read tarot cards, this show passes the fucking tarot test. Like, I was that's rare. That does you. not happen very often. So fucking rare. In TV. In mm-hmm. Yeah. When you have tarot cards in TV, it's usually like, we're going to flip the death card over because someone's going to die. Ooh, scary yeah. scare cord. Mm-hmm. But like literally, yes, the tower shows up. This is exactly the right place for the tower because her whole life is going to fall apart right now. Right. And this is exactly the right place yeah. for the Ace of Wands because th- there is something going on that is unexplainable and magic but it's very powerful and it's leading you in a direction like they they knew their shit and yeah. uh i'm i was floored by that and Good. Uh, reading up on the background of the show they wanted the inspiration was shoji kawamori was like i want to do a show that's about mecca but it's also about fate and it's about oh. destiny i so what i really like where you're oh. going stevie with the like matrilineal stuff because i think yeah. there is there is an element of fate that is tangible in this not only yeah. the mm. the existence of the like metronome pendulum that's been passed down but also like she's here she sees the future she has visions of escaflone right if you want right. to step mm. with me into the the japanese zone for just a second here the Let's the titles it. of these episodes if you notice the First one was yes. Fateful Confession, and then The Girl from the Mystic Moon. And they did this weird thing where you can see in the Japanese that one of the the characters is highlighted mm. in like yes. blue and then and then red. <laughs> and they do it in a really weird way uh, in the version we watched where it says Fateful, the F-U-L, sort of highlighted in blue oh. confession. <laughs> yeah. When actually when you look at the characters, the one that is highlighted, um, it, it, it's a combination character for Fate or like okay. a destiny. Um, okay. But it is the fate specific kanji that is highlighted there. So in that first oh. title is saying fate is the primary sort of highlighted piece there. And the second one, it's moon. So I'm not sure. I'm going to look through the pattern as we move forward to see if it's okay. trying to, to, you know, just emphasize or, or type out a message or something. But I, I yeah. just thought that was really interesting. Well, the moon is a tarot card and yeah. Fate or judgment, if you if you'll permit oh. that level of stretching, judgment is a tarot card. Okay. Um, okay. So, so they could all be cards. They could all be cards, and and each title card did come with one tarot card on. That yeah, it oh, did. that would make it so did. much more sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna look for That's that pattern as we cool. move through. Then. Huh. Mm. Damn. Come on. I do. I like it. I like it. I was here for that. I was like, oh shit, because you know, and everyone comes to her like, and it's normal, right? 
This is also why I think her mom is in on it. Because, like, she's out here. These kids would be like, read my, read my, get my cards to tell me. Pull my cards to tell me. I'm like, tell me, you better be hustling pulling these cards. Yeah, you better, you can make some money on that. You can absolutely. Some money these cards. You, at at but, this point, you could be so. a Sailor Moon villain. Yo. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Sailor Moon, so just like, guilty of doing the tarot card thing I just described. Yeah, uh, yes, by the way. because that oh, was no. so. It was Isn't so it the bad. death card that? The, yeah. Sl- yeah, it's, it's the devil card. card that slides into card. a guy's po- inner yes. jacket pocket. It makes him yeah. evil. And it makes, yeah, it makes him evil. evil. <laughs> evil. Um, so, Historically, how like tarot that. works. Yeah, yes. that's yeah. Is that how you work? You just you if you eat one of those cards, watch out. Slide it it's right over. through your butt cheeks like a credit card. And then, you know, <laughs> There's a Shin Chan episode where that happens. Yeah. yeah. You know. Anyway. Um, so that was the thing. I just, I did, y'all. I need Hitomi. I need Hitomi to, to, to get smart. I need Hitomi to. Get her shit together, you know? I, need, I just know. I just need her to be aware of her surroundings, really. That's really what I need. I feel like a lot of my anime watching time is me yelling at um, uh, women characters to do better. Which is really like, me yelling at the, the, <laughs> the person who's writing them to do better, I think, maybe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, maybe it was the editing. I don't know. But it was just, like, the fact that she was, like, if you, how are you going to ask so formally for someone to kiss you? And why are you going to say it like this, like it's a contract? That was weird. I did not like it. It's like, if I run this fast enough, will you kiss me? But what if he don't want to kiss you? You know he'll lie. Also, he'll you're going to be a little gross after that. If you're gonna do 100 meters in 30 seconds, I can't seconds, wait for my very sweaty yeah, first you're kiss. Yeah, so sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, I mean, maybe it's it? worth it. I don't know. Uh, no, not with that headband. <laughs> it wasn't. Stevie weighs in. <laughs> <laughs> the verdict is in. Wait, so did you guys watch uh, the uh, dub or the subs? The dub. I watched. I watched the, the tooth. I watched the 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 Bandai dub, and yeah, then we also the had access to the Funimation dub. Or the mm-hmm. Japanese. What did you watch, Evan? Mm-hmm. I wound up going with the subs because there was a beat towards the beginning where Hitomi's running down some stairs, and in the dub she goes, "Uh, uh, yeah," and yeah, I couldn't she does. handle that. <laughs> that kind of that kind of didn't work for me, so I, I need to get out of there. <laughs> eject, eject. Well, hey, look, it was two thousand one. It was a very different world of anime dubbing. Yeah. Uh, it's a very it's just a very strange beat she's like she's like about to fall like she's she's run down some stairs she's about to fall and then it, she just turns up and smiles and the camera just lingers on her face while she explodes with delight couldn't <laughs> yeah couldn't deal with it valid valid uh that was uh kelly sheridan oh. uh the ocean group uh later the uh uh when funimation takes over she would be played by caitlin glass who you may be familiar with from uh, uh, Fullmetal Alchemist. She played Winry Rockbell. Oh, boy. Yeah, and also, hey, guess what else? Somebody else from Fullmetal Alchemist plays uh, Vaughn in the uh, in the, the Funimation redub, and that would be Aaron Dismuke. Huh. The oh, little yeah. gentleman who, who lent his voice to Alphonse Elric as a child. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, huh. I also noticed uh, in this dub... The, the the 2001 Ocean Group dub, mm-hmm. Mr. Brian Drummond, who uh, we saw as uh, Zex Marquise in yes. Gundam Wing, as the dreamy hunk, Captain Amano. That's very why he funny. So familiar. Yeah, if you can imagine Captain Amano with a bit of a sore throat, 
Yes, yeah. essentially. That's exactly who it is. The the first sound that Amino makes is kind of in that vein. He kind of turns to the camera for a second and just gives like his little baritone <sighs> kind of sound. Yeah, I was just, oh man. That was, a, that was such the, I think that's the thing that's killing me right now about Hitomi being so obsessed with boys. We get it. She's a teenager. Hooray. She's in high school. Lord, she can worry about other things than boys. Like getting into stuff college or something at least give me something else trophy but not you should be beating that 13 seconds because you're an athlete not because you want to kiss mostly just because mostly because yes you should be beating it because you didn't get your chance you should be (laughs) because you didn't get your chance because you passed it on the field today um oh yeah that's right she's not fucked up at all about the fact that she like messed her track meet up yeah she's not fucked up about that at the fuck all and i'm like okay all right so i'm a little tired Hmm. of that i'm just tired of the trope i'm just tired of that but I was just like, oh, could you just he was also it was also just really awkward because I felt just that that wasn't really established. I, I think that was the 2001's dub. I feel like we like how like they're like, oh, he's about to leave. And I'm like, OK, so why do we have to care about this dude? He's just he's just pretty. His hair is just long. I don't know. I I like that it doesn't linger there for super long, though. It like not it, with him. It, it then immediately moves to Vaughn. True, true. Replaces the boy, but yes. it doesn't stay in high school mode. No. It like it and it slams you away from high school mode yeah. with that dragon fight. It's like, bam, no, we're not doing that anymore. It's over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She does have to like deal with the fact that she just can be seeing people die because she sees that a couple of times in these two episodes. Bro. Yeah. There's some fucking violence in this show, man. This I was not oh, prepared yeah. for this shit. I was like, what? Oh, Especially- these guys are dying gruesomely right now. Right. The first time he coughed up blood, I was like, oh, we here. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And then we see people's, we see eyes get, crying tears of blood. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. And then yeah. the invisible robots show up and it's like, okay, oh. we're, that's a lot of murder. What? That sequence is so sick too. I love it. That. Yeah. They get that point of view shot from inside the cockpit of one of the Melifs. Um, and so it like it really sells like how fucked up it is to fight this invisible enemy. And then later, it, like it's set up and payoff. Later she's like, like, I know it's the fucking weakest bit of agency for any yeah. character to go look out, but at least they set it up. That's a useful thing to do. Having a spotter there is something. Right, yeah. exactly. They, they show her use because they showed it with the dragon. They show it again here. And I'm just like, okay. What if that's all she does for the whole series, though? And that was my thing. Oh, that God. was my fear. Don't like, say that because it's gonna, you're just going to speak it into reality, man. <laughs> that's Max. what I'm saying. That's, that's what I have an issue with. They just, I'm like, yo, if all you're about to do is just be like, that just only be there to be like see his put her in the robot you know what i'm saying if she can fucking see the the future and shit let her be the one holding the sword yeah i was like what's going on here i was like you can't just this cannot be your only function because you are our main character please (laughs) like um what was i gonna say i forgot it oh no newland i lost i'm sorry it's okay um it'll come back to me i think i don't know if it will will it no we're gonna find out I don't know. Keep going. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Um, this is. I'm just. I'm very pleased. I know we're we're coming yeah. off very mixed in this conversation, but I'm very pleased with this show. Um, like it, it to go f- to have gone from something that's so light, something that's very meaty, <gasps> is like really f- just a. F- it's it's what I love about doing this podcast with you guys. That like yeah. we get to watch these really interesting things that I. T- uh, 
Stevie, I know you watched it, and Evan, I know you watched it. I missed this completely. Yeah, this is yeah. this was. I, I didn't even look up a screenshot of the show before I pulled up the episode and started watching it. So I little I knew that there were mechs involved. I had no idea of the fantasy element. I really just mm-hmm. went in completely blind. And I gotta say, I was I'm I'm pretty delighted. I want to see what happens next. Me too. I'm really into like where this is gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, like, one, we're out the gate, right? Immediate out the gate. Oh, yeah. Shit is set up. We have conflicts. We have senses of urgency. We have goals by the end of episode two. We got to get this We have bitch. a cat girl to kill. Man, she better die. <laughs> Merle, you're on die. watch. Merle, it's on sight. Don't let me catch you. I will learn all six ways. I would love to. Dying. Dying to know. Um, So that... But it's like, we got goals. We've got to get a kingdom back. we got to put this bitch back where she came from. Put that thing back where it came from. Or so help me. So help me. So help me. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, we got to make sure that happens. So, we, you know, we got stuff to do. So that's what makes this really exciting. This is the thing I forgot and then remember. So Karen, look, trans rights to human rights. If I ever see that bitch in the street, it's on sight. But y'all, them little motherfuckers came out them cloaks. And why did my brain go mischief managed? I was pissed. Uh, and a cloak of invisibility. I mean, they have invisibility. <laughs> they really cloaks. It's that shit. Like, I was like, did the Weasleys design this bitch? If you don't get the fuck, it's all yeah, right. Um, we're, we're replacing all those references now, so it's okay. Um, the cloak of invisibility existed in Dungeons and Dragons long before. Thank you. So, <laughs> thank you. So I was. It like, could be the Escaflone cloak. <laughs> yes. Let's just call it the Escaflone cloak. <laughs> the the Escaflone. Oak. The, the, the Esca clone oak. The Coxclone. There you go. That's it. Um, I just, it was so, that, but it was still cool. I just did. My brain went mischief managed. I was like, yeah. bitch, if you, don't, if you don't quit. I did. I liked it though. I really liked it. Where do you get a, a cape that big? Cape for a robot. A lot of cats. <laughs> a lot of cat girls. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I liked on the inside of them? A big reference point for me was what were they called in Fallout? The the way that they latched onto the person was like strong. What are those suits called? Power suits. From from um Fallout? Did we all Yes. Yeah, yes. the way they yes. hook yes. into them. They had yeah, like the like, yeah. The rings around the arms. I was like, oh shit. This is I want to step in one. This also brings me to another point about these mechs I found really interesting, which was the scale. When we watched Gundam Wing, these were these were creatures that were not yeah. creatures. These were robots that were like five stories tall. They were bigger mm-hmm. than a building. That they their size was such a huge element to them. And Escaflone and these samurai robots are like I don't know five people tall. They're like yeah. they they are a much more manageable height in a way that. Like you said, I mean, Newland, as you brought up, a regular guy with a big sword can fight them. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah. it does to me stretch the limits of like how much can you really move around if you're in the cockpit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's a cool enough conceit that I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was like thinking about it. I think the thing that I liked about it, I can I can argue for it when it comes to mobility because of what we see Vaughn training with with um uh with General Zaddy. Okay, that's his name because I don't remember. That's his oh, name. You're talking about when they're doing mortal sword combat. Yeah, but like if they're doing- after a, a fun romping cat girl chase. Valgus, yeah, that was that was a that was an unnecessary scene. 
That was an unnecessary scene. I was like, ain't nobody checking for you, Merle. You ain't got no pants on. What? Yeah, what? I, I do not understand on. what they're trying to establish here. Because Merle shows up, is basically like, don't fuck with my man. And then right. steals her necklace. Right. Like, played a Maya song, trashed her room, and then, like, ran away. I was like... Someone on the uh, Escaflone wiki, bless them, they cataloged every single item that Merle threw out of Hitomi's gym bag, <laughs> which I thought is the funniest wiki People shit I've on ever Wiki's seen in fucking my life. doing the work. Can nail we get a list? Can we get a list? Oh, yeah. No, let me, hold on. Let me, let me pull it up. Let's go down. It. Let me pull it up. Uh, this is important. The items, this is direct quote. The items Merle found in Hitomi's bag are a pouch, a lipstick, a compact, cotton puffs, lotion, antiperspirant, a pager, a sewing set, a nail clipper, two tissue packs, two handkerchiefs, six tampons, six pain relievers, nine cut bandages, a student notebook, four textbooks, socks, undergarment, two sports towels, shoes and a shoe bag, t-shirt, pair of shorts, jersey, portable disco man, CD player, headphones, batteries, two CDs, including one by TRFF. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Somebody was working. Somebody was going through frame by frame. On this shit. Amazing. <laughs> not counting the amount of tampons. Like, that's the thing that yeah. got me. Yeah. The, the, the number, the number amount of, okay. That's true. Here's, that here's the also, thing. A lot of times when you get isekai you don't get to bring your bag with you. Yeah. And for, for her to be prepared. That's true. For one but day. Uh, the detail. We can do frame by frame and see all these motherfuckers. Come on. Impeccable. Impeccable. Come on. And also this? that there's a pager in there that the pager. Me. They're coming yes. back. I love it. They really are. These kids apparently these kids want to want to relive um the code orange, code red, code yellow, code green days and they are like not having smartphones and stuff anymore. The babies Is this real? are weird. Yeah. Them them babies are weird. I don't know them kids. I have none. Fuck them kids. Anyway, Damn. Um, <laughs> Even in real life, she says, fuck them kids. Look, this is why I can't be teaching high school. I told you I look in them faces and say, not a vibe. Not a vibe. <laughs> you don't not pass vibe. the vibe check. Yes. Imagine Executed. a substitute teacher walking into your classroom. That's the first thing they say. Not a vibe. Looking around. <laughs> Absolutely not. Honestly, Sit the fuck down. This is honestly, not a vibe. <laughs> I bet you that would cow them immediately. Just like I'm be like, not a vibe. Like loud as fuck and say nothing and just sit there. <laughs> What do you even say to that? That that classroom yes. would descend into yes, Lord I of the am. Flies in ten seconds yes. after those words leave your mouth. <laughs> yes, like what? desks would be flipped. <laughs> the whole thing would explode. I'm like what? Yes. Anyway, I think that's really all I got. I like it. The thing is, I like it. Um, the key slam ass names of people, places, and things in this. The only thing that was recognizable was Gaia. I don't know the other two, three generals' names. No, they, I don't. Oh, I, I yeah, they were just, forgettable. Yeah, me neither. That was the most key slam ass word salad fucking names. I was like, what the fuck? That wasn't even you. Can, how did you pronounce? Ain't no way. We got the Those village actors. of Arzass, I think, or something like that. Finalia. The Mystic Moon. Mystic Moon is fine. But Mystic Moon kicks ass, later. actually. Yeah, no, I've, I've no, zero Mystic notes Moon's on six. Mystic Moon. Yeah, Mystic Moon. That's six. what I'm calling planet Earth from now on. The Mystic Moon. <laughs> as as we stand here Moon. on Mystic Moon. <laughs> on the Mystic Moon. <laughs> on this fucked up Mystic Moon. Yes, I did like that they called it Gaia though. I was like, Cute. Moon's you Mystic. Gaia. <laughs> Moon's gotta go back. Moon's Mystic. Always has been. Cock your cock your. Cock your bag full of moon rocks, like all your amethysts. 
I don't know if they have those on the moon. On our moon. If we're on oh, moon, we? we have those. Yeah. Oh, shit. If on one. the mystic moon. On the mystic moon, which is Oh, God. Okay, yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're not. You're just pretty, Newland. It's okay. Escaflona. Oh. So good. Escaflona. 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 Escuchame? No. Masca- <laughs> macaroni. Vision of macaroni. I think I had read somewhere that it isn't this that they're trying to. Um, what does escaflone mean? <laughs> it's what I'm trying to I don't get know. at. Does I, it mean? I heard. I I, I think I read some of that. It's supposed to be escalation. Yeah, no. I read the same thing. What? In what? In what language? Escaflone meaning. Well, well, the um, uh, the the tarot cards are in like a Spanish, aren't they? Italian, actually. Or an Ita- Ita- they are Italian tarot let me, cards. Let me tell you right now, I um definitely just wrote that. Oh, no, I didn't even say mean. I just wrote, I didn't finish the sentence, and the first hit was not, mm-mm, when I finished the sentence, that is not what I got. I'm going to let you look that up, because I don't know no, I, what I can uh, say on recording. <laughs> okay, so a lot of things, it turns out, on Gaia are Italian-coded. Like Makes sense. they use, um, okay, that's they use an urban a... dictionary, uh, result, Stevie. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that was the big hit. I had to scroll. I'm on the Escaflone wiki. Escaflone is a mainly white Gaimalef measuring at 8.2 Costa, which is 8.09 meters and weighing 7.5 Peizzo or 7.6 metric tons. Kind of seems like you could have just said. 7.5 metric. That's like that's like the charm of this show though. It feels like they're just bashing stuff together. Like it's toys, right? Like they're just yeah. bashing culture together like it's toys. Going yeah. like, oh, that thing's cool. That sounds cool. Let's just do that. Those generals were named Urizen, Luva, and Asona. And Balgus. Right. What was that first one? Urizen. That sounds like that sounds like a drug you take when yeah. you need a pee. <laughs> Urizen. <laughs> Dear listener, dear listener, me and Newland looked at each other with the most like flat ass cringe faces. We were like, yeah, we know. We were like, uh. Very white people smile <laughs> in that moment. So escaflone must mean something. Well, according to Urban Dictionary, it definitely means something. Yeah, definitely not something we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, escaflone, I think. A uh, good show. I'm really excited to see it again. Looking at the fandom wiki, um, this just also a Zord. We kind of see that in the opener, though. So this just like a Zord. It can like change shape and stuff. I want to see what, uh, because I feel like two episodes, we always get like, hey, here's what this show is kind of about. What I really want to see is once this gets into a rhythm, what this show can turn into. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going? You know? Right. (gasps) There was a movie of this. Yes. yes. Well, I believe it's just the same thing, but cut down. It's oh. by Studio Bones, though. So you know it's good. Oh, uh, yeah. You know it looks fucking excellent. Uh, I might be watching that. Wait, did they, yeah. did they redo animation? I thought it was just the same no, footage. No, they, they cut redid down. it. They oh, did all of damn. it. And like, if you go onto the Escaflone wiki, you can see Bones put their own spin on it. Like, these characters do not look the same as they do uh-huh. in the film. They really were like, we're going to do it in our in-house style. We're not going to do these big beaky noses that everybody has in this for whatever reason. <laughs> I do. 
I just, I look, I was, I was like, I love the fact that in profile they've got like noses and not like, you know, the math sign for greater than. Yes. Um, I was like, but y'all had to get, y'all were like, these, this is a nose. We do not want you to think it is not that you do not want you to think it's the top <laughs> lip. They were like, this is a whole nose. I was like, it sure is. Thank you. It sure, yes. I, I read somewhere that was like their art director person. So the the like series director mm-hmm. was real into like shoujo manga and stuff. Uh. And the art director was like art director slash character designer person was like, hey, I heard you like shoujo manga. So I gave everybody these fucked ass noses. And the director guy was like, I, I don't, I, maybe not, though. Don't do that. But then he was like, no, dude, you're going to love it. I swear <laughs> to God, you're going to love these noses. And the director guy was like, okay, sure. This is what's popular. Right. It's like, no, trust me, man. Trust me. This is in. This is in right now. This is in. I want to know everything about the production of this anime. It just seems so tumultuous and fascinating. The fact that it started out as like, we're going to make a straight across the bow shonen like fighting show with giant robots, like, and then pivoted to to this. That's very interesting to me. Yeah. I'm sure it was not an easy transition. Um, and it's kind of amazing that what we got out of it was this interesting. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely feels a little genre bending that we are. It is taking a few different pieces here. Mm-hmm. And so I, yeah, again, I really want to see how they expand on that. Give me more. Give me Same. more. Yeah. I do like, while, yeah, I just, you know, while my biggest gripe is with our main character who has to get better. We're leaving the door open for Hitomi to walk through. Yeah, we're leaving the door open for Hitomi to walk through. I'm very, very excited about the pacing of the show. I'm really excited about the way that the stakes are presented. Um, And I'm really excited to see kind of what the format's going to be, if it's going to be like, because we haven't, we also haven't seen a lot of anime this year, with the exception of OVA 2. Well, no, and Yu Yu. Where like we haven't gotten, I feel like we, it's it's good to be back into a through line anime. We said this at yes. the beginning, but it's really good to be back in a through line anime. God um, yes, like with I mean yes, Shin Chan. Wow, was a cause mess. and effect. What a concept. Shin Chan was a mess, but I mean even Tenchi and a couple others that weren't completely like that. Some of them were that were more episodic. Like I feel like we've had a lot of those recently. Trigun was one. So the episodes of Trigun we watched, not a lot of plot. Yeah. yeah, not a lot of plot. So it's nice to have something that's like a whole linear plot because I'm excited to see where it goes. And now it makes me want to watch the last 30 seconds of episodes because I'd be. I did. I watched the preview because I was next. like, where are I we going next? Like, where are we going? We're meeting. We're meeting our pretty boy. We're meeting. Yes. This pretty, this pretty man. We get to meet the beautiful man who who stands yeah. athwart the like uh, weird rat man who we've met so far. <laughs> And Man. if the opening's by anything to go by, which pretty boy will she kiss? Yeah. Whoa. Which and if the ending's any anything to go by, both of them. <laughs> what if that's the whole rest and, of the show? And one more. They drop and the one robot more. plot. Yes. It's just like, I can't wait to kiss these two boys. We're going to get right back to the point where we're scream. like, this is just Twilight. I scream every day. I was going to I haven't watched the rest of them. No, I've watched two of them. I got up to the werewolf. Is that the Vatican? You gotta watch, man. They the get Vatican? so stupid. I've only stupid. ever seen it's the great. first one with riff tracks. <laughs> is that the you Vatican gotta, one? The second one is, it goes places, Max. You gotta watch that <laughs> okay, second okay. Twilight movie. It really goes places. I can't guarantee I it's gonna be soon, but I promise at Don't. some point I will watch it. Oh 
It's God. so fucking funny. No, it really the second one has the werewolves in it, right? The second one has yes. the werewolves yes, in yes, it. Yes, and, yes, yes, yes. And Vampire Vatican. Yes. Okay, absolutely. So I just haven't seen the one with the with the dog. I just I don't know. My favorite baby. thing about Twilight is learning the lore secondhand. Everything <laughs> I've learned about Twilight has been against my yeah. will, and every time I'm like, what? The, the, the baby imprints. Yeah. It's the it's like the same shit as learning about Homestuck for me, man. Like every time <laughs> oh, I never no. want to read Homestuck. I just want to hear people talk about it. It's same shit with Twilight. Wow, we went. I gotta reset the counter. We're yeah, day, day, days, days, days without this podcast talking about Homestuck. Oh man, <laughs> god damn it, you guys! I've been, <laughs> trying, sorry. We've been trying so hard. <laughs> we were all Homestuck. Damn, we're all ex Homestucks. Really Next episode oh. of After School Anime Club, we're gonna cover the, the second and third episodes of Homestuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but for real, we're going to continue with that vision of Escaflone. We got yeah. uh, two more podcast episodes, four more episodes of Escaflone. Wow. At some point, I'm going to switch us over to the dub. I think I'm uh, the, the Funimation dub. Let's maybe save that for the last episode so we can okay. yeah. finish, see what that's like. Okay. Um, and the, the, the DVD files that I'm sharing with you all have that in it. So it should be quite easy for us to do that. Nice. Uh, Evan, I'm so glad you joined us today. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. It's it's been so cool being here. Thank you guys for having me. Um, yeah. So tell us fun. about Argent. What is Argent, and and yes. why should our listeners yeah. care? Yeah. You should care about Argent because it is an actual play podcast featuring two very uh, diligent, let's say, GMs. We've uh, made a custom system for our campaign. Uh, we're going to be running it for each other. Uh, me and Sasha Renault, my co-hosts, have been playing games together for like a really long time now. Um, and so it's just us doing all the stuff we love doing, telling a story about fantasy and travel and um, magic and intrigue across this place we're calling the Summering Lands. And yeah, you know, I hope you guys will check it out, all you listeners out there. Um, yeah, you can check us out at Argent Pod before uh, we start posting episodes. I'll be posting art there and maybe some music and stuff. Um, and you can get updates about when we're releasing there as well. That's exciting. Uh, good. Uh, yeah. Guys, we just keep getting people on here. They're just doing cool shit. So like go and listen to their cool shit too. Cause yep. it's really great. Absolutely. Use us as discoverability this season as we host more oh, yeah. moonshot friends. Yes. And, and I, uh, you cut out for a moment there, Evan, do we have an ETA on Argent episode one yet? We are looking at the end of the month, Ooh. but we are end not. Of April, like everyone, end of April, everyone. Mark down. End of April. Yeah. So around the same time we're doing, we'll be wrapping up this season of After School Anime Club. You can check oh, out wow. the Moochin I work. There you go. Cool. Look at that. You you can fill the void until I return. I'm not saying you're a second <laughs> stringer. I'm just saying if they need their fix, they You hop right off of Escaflone. You come right over to Argent, have a seat. Make some tea. Take a listen. Same yeah. hat. Truly, practically, same fucking hat, right? Same like, fucking hat. Same, same fucking, fucking hat. hat. Same. Fucking That's a good hat. way to. I, I want to start saying that. The same fucking hat. Yeah. It's just a good way to like lock things together. I think. <gasps> On the subject of same fucking hat, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is please, not please. related to anime at all. Kind of, sort of. Actually, it is related to. Did we see the new Spider Verse trailer? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay, so. This is a day one. Uh, it's a day one. Obviously, gonna watch this movie. Yay! Probably going to love it. I just want to say, I know I'm gonna sound like a little bit of a hater. I Talk think they shit. did give a little bit too much away in the most recent trailer. 
I feel that. I feel like I know the whole plot. Just a little bit. I feel like I know the whole plot. I'm a little bummed, but I'm still going to go see it. I'm still going to go see it because here's the thing. The whole world fell in love with Pedro Pascal and why wouldn't they? He's wonderful. But I feel like we all just forgot about Oscar Isaac. Yeah, we did. Uh, who is tremendous like and who yes. is going to steal the fucking show. I'm sure of it. Yes. Yes. Come on. His Moon Knight is Give me also more Spider-Man. More Spider-Man, man. Good. I mean, That's all Moon I need. Moon Knight is so good. So it's just like, it no, is. I'm just ready for them to be like, get Spider-Man. They all go, you? You, 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 you? They just do the meme all over like the, the lobby. <laughs> I'm just... I'm ready to see all the Spider-Men do that. I need that for me. Uh, I'm also just very happy that we're living in a world where Into the Spider-Verse was a movie that had huge success. And so now all animated movies that are coming out are animated like Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking yeah. love that. It's, it's hey, great. do something different. Bad. That's all I really wanted. And when, when I saw Spider-Verse, yeah. it blew my mind because I'm like, this is different. This is this is yes. wild and engaging and awesome. Uh, and I just want more of that. That's your American animation moment here at the end of After School Anime Club. Yeah, because it's oh, it's <laughs> impeccable. It's so and good. obviously influenced by anime. Like yes. you can't. There's no way you can look at that and be like, no oh, denying it. Yeah. No, no, inextricable. No. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So good. So I'm gonna see that. I'm gonna be there first day. I'm gonna be there with bells on. I'm also gonna and be, be there first day for uh, the Barbie. Barbie. Movie? Barbie. <laughs> the Barbie. Hello. Movie? This is our welcome to our movie podcast now. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll make the argument. I'll go ahead and do it here. It's just like my soup argument. Everything is anime when you really think about it. Barbie's definitely anime. Mm-hmm. Barbie's anime. anime as hell. Like, look, they got Ken's rollerblades, right? Leave me alone. That that did blow my mind. Like that was uh, good. I was not a Barbie kid, but my little sister did have a lot of Barbies. And so like for me, there was a lot of moments of like pointing at the screen during that. And <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I know this. <laughs> the most Barbie thing, the thing, the thing that really, and I think this is the thing that has cemented it for many people, but the thing that really put the nail in the coffin for me that I was gonna go see it was that 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 exchange between Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. And he's like, You wanna go back to my place later? And she goes, why? He's like, because we're boyfriend and girlfriend. And she goes, to, to do, do what? what? And then it's just silence. And he's like, I have no idea. He goes, I have no actually, idea. Actually, I'm not really sure. Yeah, actually, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, they are literal dolls. Let's go. <laughs> uh, last thing I'll say, did y'all watch Twin Peaks? We got Twin Peaks heads in the in the chat. No, no but I'm I am. Familiar, I'm still so behind on the like curve. You did? Evan, you said yeah. you did? Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. Evan, you saw season three of Twin Peaks? Yeah, the super David Lynchy one with the atom bomb and everything. The very yeah. end of the show where Dale Cooper and uh, Diane are in the car driving through the desert. Uh-huh. It's like literally the exact same situation as Barbie and Ken in that trailer. <laughs> oh, no. Me laugh my I don't, ass I don't off. like that. That's wild. <laughs> that shit's so uncomfortable. You guys haven't seen it, but that Bro, shit is like the most uncomfortable like thing I've ever seen. I know all seen. the people on this call would love Twin Peaks. Both yeah. of y'all. I know I would. I, mean, I know I would. It's, 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 it's on... It. It's on my list, 100%. I'm going to get to it eventually. You'll get to it eventually. I'll get there.
And that bell means this week's meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. If you want to follow us online, you can at Anime Club Pod on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Max Newland underscore. Uh, Max, how about you? At Max underscore tax. And Stevie. Um, as long as Twitter's still there, because it is falling yep. apart daily. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I'm also on Instagram under the handle Ace Smattering on both platforms. No reviews to read today, unfortunately, but we believe in you. We believe that you can put a that you have the power to put a five star review on there with no chicken headed shit. Or goose headed shit. Or goose headed shit. shit. No goose headed <laughs> shit either. And if you do, I'll read it. I'll use my voice that you usually have to pay to say specific things and I'll read it. So there. Shit. I mean, I'll deal with it, but at least it's not chicken-headed. Well, St- Stevie will come deal with you personally if you put chicken-headed shit on there. No, I will not. I'm going to activate that white violence. Ab- absolutely. Max Kostrak yeah. will come deal I, with you I'm personally. I'm getting into my mech suit right now. I'm coming to your house to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we're so glad we got to spend this time with you. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the next meeting. Listen every other Thursday wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at ArgentPod.